the Gritty Growing Up podcast. Because mental health conversations don't have to be uncomfortable and argumentative. Gritty Growing Up is about challenging the perceptions of childhood and recognising that whilst it isn't what it used to be, we can still make it positive. Join us as we share conversations, knowledge and strategies to help your family connect and move forward together. Welcome back to Gritty Growing Up. Now on this week's podcast I want to talk about the concept of boredom. Now so often in my office as a therapist or even when I was a teacher those words I'm bored just rang through my mind. So many young people, teenagers, adults will complain about boredom not knowing what to do or how to entertain themselves. Sometimes just not knowing even how to manage the idea of being bored. Now, I want to discuss this week about the concept that boredom is actually good for us. Now, during the pandemic, a lot of people complained that they were bored. A lot of people really struggled to structure their days or find enough to occupy themselves with. Many really found that the lack of structure of routines and day-to-day activities really had a direct impact on their mental health and their ability to motivate themselves. Boredom in its simplest form is mental fatigue. It's created by monotony or a lack of stimulation, which leaves us with a lack of interest or an empty sensation. But I want to ask, has living in a world where everything's at our fingertips 24-7 added to the depth of those sensations? We live in a world where you can shop online 24-7. We can get lost in our phones. We can get lost in computer games. We can work all hours of the day and night. The world is open seven days a week, so we rarely get a chance to be bored. We're masters at switching between activities, being on the go, never stopping, always being occupied. So many young people just spend hours getting absorbed in their activities. For so many parents I meet, so many professionals I meet, concerned that children are spending so long online, easily losing hours of their day. Manoush Samarodi, in her 2017 TED Talk, discussed that over a decade ago, we multitask between activities once every three minutes. However, now in this world where we currently live, that same occurrence is that we're switching activities every 45 seconds. So we're leaving a generation of us who are addicted to gratification, interaction, stimulation. And the moment we don't have that constant stimulation, we complain of feeling bored. And even more so, some people don't know what boredom even feels like. So when it does appear, it's a deeply uncomfortable feeling. But is boredom actually good for us? How much of it do we need? We can be really quick to constantly want to engage children in activities and keep them doing things so that they don't get bored. I meet some young people in my therapy office whose timetables are so tightly packed and dense that there isn't a chance to breathe, let alone be bored. So for some young children and teenagers, the current climate of the lockdowns was actually really hard to swallow. Because when their opportunities and experience disappeared from school to after school activities to social events to extracurriculars, they actually didn't know what to do with themselves. So how do we manage those uncomfortable feelings if we've never learned to sit in them and reap the benefits? If we go back to the 1970s, 80s and even the 90s before social media and technology existed to the way that we know about it now, we were used to being told by our parents to go and occupy ourselves. We didn't have the opportunities to get lost in those tasks, so we're forced to have to go and find things to do. And whilst there are so many benefits to having the technology that we have today, so many of us have found ourselves caught in occupying children constantly. That Are we actually putting children in a situation where they don't know how to go and find other things to do? 
If we can create a balance between stimulation, so a mixture of physical activity, intellectual challenge, social opportunities and creative experiences and downtime, which actually creates low level boredom, it can support children to increase their creativity, enhance their problem solving skills and improve their perceptions of the world and the tasks they need to complete. Very rarely do we discuss the fact that boredom actually allows the brain to process things, develop connections and develop a deeper connection with ourselves and the world around us. And it actually benefits our mental health as a preoccupation with being busy is often indicative that we're avoiding things. How many of us have had a challenging time and found ourselves just absorbing ourselves in work, absorbing ourselves in activities to avoid having to feel what we need to feel? Boredom can actually benefit us in allowing us to process those difficult things. Learning to sit in our emotions is actually an incredibly empowering activity. However, on the other extreme of that, if boredom is the majority of our time and it's not carefully balanced, it quickly becomes destructive and damaging. So when I work with my teenagers and my children and my adults in my office, we talk about that continuum between boredom that's ongoing, that we don't have enough stimulation in our day, versus overactivity, which is meaning that we never have time to be bored, and how we can find that safe space in the middle, which allows us to have structure, activities and enjoyment from some tasks for some of the week, but actually some downtime in the week where we can just take a breath. We can actually sit with our feelings, we can sit with ourselves, and we can actually just allow our brains to take a rest. So we need to really find that fine balance for all of us. Boredom that lasts days, weeks or months can frequently lead to spiralling mental health, low mood, lack of motivation and sometimes feelings of despair or disconnection. It will mean that children feel isolated or out of sync with themselves and can get lost in their own worlds, finding that nothing interests them and nothing feels positive or optimistic. A child on the other end of the continuum who has got an intense week at school, plus extracurricular activities, plus social events, plus clubs and activities, can find that the lack of time to be able to be bored can mean that they have elevated levels of stress, anxiety and clinical depression. So we have to really consider how we can support children to find the balance. And actually, sometimes as adults, we need to find the balance too. So, so much of this starts with us modelling to children and young people how to create that. So the first one is we need to make sure that we've got a routine. Having a solid routine where children feel safe and know what comes next gives structure and allows us to monitor our life balance. We need to have time away from electronics, taking time away from them so that our brain stops searching for 24-7 stimulation and allows it to engage with other activities is incredibly important. Electronics are fantastic, but... They do also overstimulate the brain and help us become engrossed or addicted to the constant interaction they provide so other activities don't compare. We need to balance activities. None of us can concentrate all day long, so breaking up schooling and social opportunities with crafts, construction, physical activities, games, relaxation or meditation really allows us that variety. We need to have some spontaneity. One or two spontaneous tasks in the week that are just fun, things that we can just enjoy ourselves doing. We need to offer opportunities for problem solving, so encouraging children to make choices and solve problems for themselves. It might be from thinking about what they want to do in their week to planning out some of their diary to thinking about activities to fill the day. We need to be a role model. We can't be encouraging children to be outdoors and then personally as adults be sitting on our phones. 
We need to role model and show them how they can do new things. We need to structure activities and opportunities for us to do things as families, to show them that balance between stress and calm, to show them the balance between being busy and being peaceful. We need to be active. Sitting down at electronics, at desks, on our phones can make us feel sleepy and disinterested. So whether it's exercise, a game in the garden, learning new tricks, some yoga, getting to the gym, going swimming or going on a bike ride, taking that time to take part in physical activities each day so that children are using their bodies and allowing them to enjoy the fresh air and movement is massively important to supporting them to feel better. If we have more opportunities to be active, in addition, when we have got that downtime, we can find that it's actually less distressing because our hormones are really activated well. The neurotransmitters in the brain, so that dopamine and endorphins and serotonin and oxytocin are all being activated in the way that they need to be. Children need to have structure, children need to have activities, and it's something that I talk about frequently, but equally, we sometimes need to allow children to be bored. And we need to stop feeling guilty if they do complain that they feel bored and instead guide them and support them to be able to problem solve and find things to do. We also need to actually discuss that actually it's a massive benefit to sometimes just let our brains be quiet. If we want to promote better mental health, then it starts with us and it starts with those conversations we have in our households and the way that we role model it to our children. So this week, I want you to consider that when your children complain about being bored, maybe it's not quite so bad. But if you have noticed that that boredom has become a prolonged activity, then it might be time to just review those timetables and just make sure that everything is in check and there is enough balance in your week. So until we're back next time with more Gritty Growing Up, take care of yourselves, keep talking and enjoy a few moments of boredom. Speak to you soon. Bye. Stay safe, keep open-minded, and we'll look forward to sharing more gritty moments with you next time. If you want to up your knowledge in the meantime, head over to www.dandeliontraininganddevelopment.com.